Hello everyone, this is Glenn and welcome to another episode of Other Moods, the podcast about introspection, observation, about the collage of experiences that we call life. So, are you familiar with the term Delulu? If you spend a lot of time on social media, TikTok, Instagram, you probably are, or if you're a part of Generation Z, if you're not, you know, familiar with Delulu, it's slang for delusional, but to be more specific, it's sort of like meanings. It's sort of the this generation's version of fake it till you make it. Meaning that even if something is, seems so far out of reach, you kind of have to believe that it's already true in order for it to become true. It, it, it comes up a lot in a lot of sort of these manifestation, law of attraction, content creators and conversations. And so you hear all the time, you're about, you got to be the Lulu. It just sounds weird to say it, like, but it's a very popular term. So I had me thinking about a very, there's a big news story this week in the business world. WeWork filed for bankruptcy. WeWork, the co-working location real estate giant founded in 2010, really has been such a huge part of culture, right? Uh, so many people flock to, to WeWork from freelancers and independent contractors to small companies just starting out. Uh, the aesthetics of WeWork, the cool locations where you can get coffee, where you can go chill somewhere, work on a business idea or do whatever. WeWork has been a big deal. But WeWork has, like I say, they filed for bankruptcy. And at one point, they were valued at $47 billion. Now the company is not even a fraction of that as far as when it comes to Wall Street valuations. Now, WeWork was founded by Adam Newman, and Adam Newman, he's actually one of the co-founders, but Adam Newman was the driving force behind WeWork, and he had WeWork, he had a vision of WeWork as not just a real estate company, but as a tech company, but not only a tech company, but a tech company that would change the world by fostering community, and they wanted to do We Live, where people would live together, and they wanted to do We School, and it was a whole sort of ideology being built around this business. But Adam Newman was basically forced out because the company wasn't making money. They were spending a lot of money. There was huge investments. The investments weren't, there wasn't going to be a return on, on investment by, you know, the people who put money into this venture. So Adam Newman left company a couple of years ago. And then, of course, we had the pandemic, which totally had a big impact on in working in a location. Could be as many people working remotely from home. So WeWork has filed for bankruptcy. And a lot of people, you look at the story we work, if you look at any of the documentaries, read any of the magazine articles, I'm sure there's a couple of books about it. There's even a great TV show, Apple TV, called We Crash, starring Jerry Leto and Anne Hathaway. I talk a little bit about that uh, in my other podcast, Motion Pictures and Other Moves, which is available only on Swellcast. You'll find a link in the, in the notes. So, but we work. The what happened here was actually what happened. That's the question. What happened with we work? Was Adam Newman this sort of delusional delulu? Now he did, but he's a very rich guy. So he built a business. He he was the darling of the tech world in Wall Street. But it was just an example of faking until you're making it. Wishful thinking. Which we've seen a lot in the tech world. And we've seen different degrees of this. Uh, you can look at some of the, the most egregious 
people who have been convicted of crimes, like Elizabeth Holmes for Theranos, a blood testing machine that actually didn't work and had billions of dollars in investments and relationships with powerful people, and she's in prison now. Sam Bankman Free, who's, who's going to revolutionize crypto and his you know, crypto exchange and effective altruism, and Sam Bankman Free was convicted, and they say he's facing, you know, almost a hundred years in prison. I don't think he's going to get that, but he's, you know, he's now he's convicted. So there are different degrees of this sort of this, this sort of this delusion that becomes a con or a criminal activity, and then there's this delusion where you kind of just if you just think it's going to be big enough, eventually it will it will become the thing that you want it to be. And like I said, the term delulu, which is talked a lot about and originates from sort of you know, the law of attraction, law of assumption, content world. But there are limits to to being delulu. And how delusional should you be? Now I believe you should have confidence, and I think some, I think, and I think you have to be sometimes have sort of irrational belief in yourself. If I think if I think people who have achieved big things or great things have had that sort of irrational belief, where no one saw what was coming, no one saw them doing the thing they were going to do, but that they but they believed it. Even though the the facts did not add up, the circumstances, they know it's a matter of faith, right? The substance of things before the evidence of things not seen. So, so being delulu or delusional, I think is a part of the recipe for, for great success. However, it's also going to be part of the recipe for disaster. And so, where's the, so, where, so how do you draw the line? Like, how do you, and also just wanting something to happen, you know, just wishing something to happen uh, isn't, this has to be more, right? There has to be some, be some effort and work. And I think when it comes to these, like, I've been, I had an episode before talking about like manifestation and sort of like the, the issues that I have with it, but also I kind of, I understand it. I think. The idea of sort of having affirmations and having vision boards. I think I don't have an issue with those things because I think those things do kind of shape, reshape your consciousness. They kind of rewire your brain. They increase your awareness. You begin to see things you didn't see before. You begin to notice opportunities. You begin to have those sort of eureka moments. But at what point, especially when you have, when you're dealing with other people's money and other people's resources, and other people's health, then you got to be responsible. But just saying, okay, this is the thing, there has to be something, something else there. Like I remember many, many years ago, when I was very young, I was in my 20s, and I really wanted to have my own business. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be independent, make a lot of money. I, I didn't have a really defined idea of what that meant. But I got my business cards printed up. I went to the no printer, got my business cards printed up. I went and got my voicemail set up. And this was years ago, so now you can do this online. But I actually went to a location and set up the voicemail. And for extra money, you could have the physical address too. You know, so you can, if you want to receive mail and packages. and they, So I did all of this, right? And I felt like, oh, I got my business card. I got my... 
my voicemail. I've got my new cell phone set up with my voice message. Everything is, I've got everything. But I didn't have a business. You know what happened? Nothing really. I mean, I went to a couple of places and locations and gave, you know, whenever I was somewhere, hey, here's my business card. But, but there, wasn't, there wasn't a business there. It really was wishful thinking. So if you're going to be Delulu or fake it till you make it, there's got to be something concrete as the foundation. But you, you but it doesn't mean that you don't have a, that you can't have a vision, that you can't have this, I, a dream. But I think it has to be, I think it has to be more thought out. And I think you yeah, like that. And, and by thought out, that means either doing research or doing other things, you know, putting in the work or the effort. And even then, like if, you know, and, and I think you also you have to accept the, you have to accept the, the possibility of failure. That doesn't mean you dwell on the possibility of failure, but you, I think you have to accept this could not work, whatever you're trying to do. You can believe it's going to work. You got to also accept the possibility that it could not work. I mean, that's just my opinion. Some people may say, no, you can't even have any doubt at all. But there are, I think there are, are limitations. Like you, like you can say, let's say the power of positive thinking, and the power of positive thinking. Uh, there's some negative aspects to it, and there's also, uh, you know, I'm not trying to be cute. There's also some positive aspects to positive thinking. The negative aspects are you could not, you could be ignoring real issues, real problems, and not addressing them. The positive aspect is you're keeping you're keeping yourself. You're keeping yourself in a good mood. Because when you're in a bad mood, when you're in a sad mood, things can things can spiral. So it is important to keep a good mood, to keep a, a good, healthy, positive outlook. And like I said, I'm not trying to call, I'm not trying to, you know, disparage people in that content world of law of assumption, law of attraction. I just think it's interesting that the people who who are the biggest evangelists of it, most of their their business and money they're making is from talking about it, either or either selling courses or whatever. Now I'm not saying that you can't. Now I'm not saying that faith and believing, and I believe in magic. I believe in the, I believe in mystery. I believe in the impossible becoming possible. And also, I think setting limits and also having, I think vetting, like a lot of times you say, I want this, I want that. You want this dream home. You want to live this dream place. You want this dream partner. I think you got to ask yourself, is that what you really want? Or do, you, or do you just want what that represents? 
And if you just want what that represents, maybe you already, maybe there's a better way to get it. Or maybe you, maybe it's already, maybe it's only about perception, about how you feel. Because if you, let's say you want a romantic partner just because you want to feel good about yourself. Like you you want to feel desired. You want to feel great. Well, you don't necessarily need someone to feel that way. It it helps. But if you want to feel great, if you want to about yourself, you can feel great about yourself. You don't need anyone. Maybe you want a particular job title because you want to feel important. You want to feel validated. But maybe you already, do you ever think maybe you're already important? Maybe you don't need any other validation. Or maybe you say, I, I can't be happy till I move to this particular place. Maybe that's true. Or maybe when you get to that new place, after a while, you'll be unhappy because you, you still have the same thoughts and the same feelings. But yeah, I think, so going back to talking about WeWork, we're going to start it off. So I think this exuberance that Adam Newman had, that people bought in this, and people wanted to believe And I think we all want to believe when someone comes along and says, I'm going to do amazing things and it's going to have a huge impact. We want to believe that we, we need to believe that we need, we need heroes and prophets and we need people who tell us something amazing can happen. It's going to happen. We, we, we need that. So sometimes we kind of get caught up. We, 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 we fall into the sort of this like wow, this sort of haze. Because that's what we want. We want people. We want people we we want people to come along and do great things and make our lives better. An- another aspect of this is when we talk about the tech industry as a whole. The tech industry has promised us sort of utopia, right? And and it's delivered lots of conveniences and also a lot of headaches, but we've seen some limits of this, right? Like Airbnb was going to free us from the tyranny of sterile hotels and all those other things. And now, in a lot of places, Airbnb is limited or banned or people complain about the fees. Same thing with ride shares. When Uber and Lyft were first, you know, making on the scene there's so much venture capital money, the rides are really cheap. Everyone just wanted to jump in the Uber and the Lyft. Go here, go there. And now that money's not, the money money's not there. Those companies are still trying to make a profit. And now you look at the app and like, oh, wow, this is really, really high. Maybe I just walk. Oh, oh, you know, take some other mode of transportation. So tech has promised us many things like and maybe and maybe we've all been to lulu about everything like driverless cars we're gonna we know you have to drive you just sit in the car and take us everywhere and i don't think we any closer to this uh you know world where most of us are in driverless cars but we want to believe we need to believe But that doesn't say that doesn't mean that we haven't been given some great conveniences. Hey, the, you should, hey, even if even the, even if the price is low high, is the fact that you can hop on your phone and 
couple of clicks and like in 20 minutes someone's gonna bring you your hamburger and french fries from your favorite place that's like maybe two miles away or three mile whatever place that wasn't before you can even get delivery go get your groceries delivered or you know whatever but we all like to feel like oh the, the world is we fall into this sort of mindset that the world is going to be this perfect place that is sold to us because people tell us the same thing like with AI now we hear on these we hear a lot of fear with AI we also hear AI is going to do this and AI is going to do that and it is going to do a lot of good things it's also going to do a lot of scary things but we're still not going to be in a utopia we just have more conveniences and more comforts and also some some more headaches Look at Facebook and how, how Facebook made it so much easier to keep track with all your friends and family. Even though sometimes you don't want to keep track with all your friends and family. Sometimes you turn on Facebook, you, you open it up and you're like, oh, God, what is, what, is, what is my cousin talking about? This doesn't make any sense. Now you're kind of glad, okay, well, you know, at least I know my cousin is alive or something. But, you know, you, you so it comes with this, this ups and downs. But you think about it as a society as a whole, we kind of fake it till we make it, right? And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, right? I mean, like, the beginning, the United States of America, the birthplace of the country, like, it was, they said, here's a declaration of independence. We weren't, it wasn't an independent country yet. We still had to, you know, fight the war. So you could say maybe George Washington and Benjamin Franklin, all them boys, will the Lulu. But they also had to put the work in. It wasn't as, oh, here's this paper, and that's it. You're just going to have good vibes and feel good. No, they actually had to go out there and fight the war. Those are some thoughts that were in my brain I wanted to share with you. Feel free to, if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. Also, in the podcast notes, you can find the email address if you want to email me. And talk about how wonderful this podcast is. How much you enjoyed it and how it changed your life. Or maybe not. You don't have to do that. Anyway, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself.